Hello, self-carved, your host, even when I'm rich, is tuning in for a message on change. But this message really applies to everything. So change, transformation, transmutation. It applies to love, dating, business, clients, money, career, everything you can ever think of. Okay? And you may be in a place where you're like, oh my gosh, like change is so slow and you're playing like a waiting game, a waiting game, waiting for things to finally change. So all the, all the hope, I was going to say, by the way, when you join me, say hello too, so I know you're here or that you were here. If you're watching the replay, hashtag replay, so I know you were here. So a lot of us played the waiting game. And based on the conditioning that we've had around specific areas of our lives, we will find the waiting game more extreme in some areas than others. For example, you may feel like your career is taking off, like, oh my goodness, so fast, all right? Or you may feel like clients are just flowing in in your business, or you just may feel like, oh, family is awesome, right? So things flow in a certain area of your life. Hi, how are you? So glad you're tuning in. But in other areas, for example, the money may flow in, but your love life sucks. Um, you may be receiving money in a certain area of your life, but what you really want to do, that's not working out, right? Or you... You may have all the money, but you don't have the body you want. Or you may have the body, but your organs are messed up. You may have all the money, but you don't have the love you want. You may have the love, but you don't have the money. So oftentimes we're playing a waiting game for things to change in our lives. And the waiting energy needs to be released from our body because it's literally hindering us to get to the next level. Hello, beautiful. How are you? And I found this within myself too, that some things have been so easy to call in and shift and change while there've been other things that have been more challenging. And when I've been able to create something like, my husband and I have created four, four books now. These are two. Then I have my self-love healing journal. We have two other books that haven't been published yet on Amazon. I found myself that even though I can move fast because I... I, I have a desire or have a vision and I can create something, I fall back to the old conditioning of, well, those are just books. I need to sign more clients or I need to do more workshops or I need to do more programs. That is just books. So in the area where we're successful, we tend to downplay it because we either see other people, um, they're paving a different way and we don't realize how powerful our gifts are and that our journey and our path may be a little different than the next woman's, the next coach, the next counselor, the next therapist, the next consultant, the next lawyer, whoever it may be. So we can get stuck in the waiting game of our thing happening to us the same way it had, as it happened to them. So one thing is that that we start creating, but then we kind of just lose track of it. Or you may have had like an incredible session with a client and you're like, oh, that was it. Where are my other clients? And we don't fully appreciate what's happening in every moment because the beauty of life is happening right now and it's happening in the unknown. But when we don't see the magic in that, we go back to our old conditioning and the lack-based mindset and our nervous system is just like, <sighs> 
And then we're like, oh, I'll just wait for things to change. I'll just lean back. I'll just play, I'll play my music. I'll drink my little tea, I'll have my wine and I'll wait for things to change. And we can get stuck there. And it's a very dangerous place to be because we also hear, well, don't take action if you don't feel really good about things. And so we're like, oh, okay. So you're kind of stuck in between. So a big thing I wanna say about that is really recognize what your gifts are and be willing and courageous enough to, to take a different route than what you're seeing everybody else is doing in the online world. When we look at people, like I like to use Cardi B because she's like a huge <laughs> or extreme example. People were so much ahead of her when she started and she surpassed everyone, like literally everyone. <laughs> she just shot away. But what if in her mind, she was like, well, you know, I used to be a stripper. I talk a certain type of way. I'm a little more, you know, hood and I, I don't give a dang about anything. And I have to, I need to mute myself and I need to filter myself and I need to go the same way and the same route Celine Dion went. What if she had that type of mindset? What if she had that type of attitude? There's no way in the world that she would be where she is today. Literally needed, needed this message today. Thank you, it's my pleasure, I'm so glad. So this is a lesson that I've had to learn too. This is why I'm here talking about it because here I am, I have the incredible gift of writing but don't really talk about my books. I don't continue to write, I'm just like, ah, oh, I need to do more of this because that's what I'm seeing. Like, that's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm seeing. So we can get so caught up with what we're seeing, especially if we're like me and you grew up being super successful in everything that you did. I was always a high achiever. So I played basketball on three teams. I had top grades. I graduated grad school with a 4.0. And so when I started my business, I was like, oh, I can charge whatever I want to charge. I can do it the way I want to do it. But then I started finding myself in the game of comparison and competition. And I went away from my own power. It was something new. It was something I wasn't accustomed to. And all of a sudden, there were so many more people that were already successful and they were making money and they were impacting lives. And it was different for me because growing up, people were you know, either on the same level or I shot away. But I never compared myself in those areas back then. And every time I didn't compare myself and when I didn't compete, things just happened when I stayed in the unknown, right? Saw that on, uh, on a comment, right? Don't know what's happening. And I'm like, yes, the unknown. The unknown is the scariest place to be when you have a dysregulated nervous system. It is. This is why we have to learn how to regulate ourselves and regulate with other people. And I've talked about this before, you can still manifest from a messed up place because with some meditations, they tell you connect to your crown and feel the light come in and expand the light from your heart, but we don't connect from the root. We don't connect all the way into mother earth. We don't calm ourselves and root ourselves in our bodies. We're still here on this physical planet. So we need to learn how to be in our bodies. And I think that is a big thing that goes missing. We get so inspired, we get so excited and we just want to learn and absorb all this incredible information, but it never gets soaked into our system and never gets programmed into our subconscious mind. And we continue to operate from a dysregulated nervous system. And when we operate from a dysregul dysregulated nervous system, we're only in survival. 
And then we get more frustrated because nothing is happening from there. And then we're stuck in the waiting game, just thinking it's not our time yet or thinking someone else is better than us or thinking that we're never gonna be successful and we have to settle or this is only the amount of money that we can get or this is only the amount of clients we can get or because all my exes were this way and I continue to see that I attract the same type of partners, that means that that's all there is. So I made a post and I wanna say it here too in case you didn't see the post, right? This is why we gotta say things over and over again because you never know. I made a post talking about how I raised my coaching rate for no particular reason other than that I wanted to, okay? Becauses, becauses and reasons are the things that keep you trapped. And I talked about that here in a different video when I talked about the devil. When we get to the place where we do things because we want to do it and not because we saw someone else do it, we can if we see something and it inspires us. But if we can truly connect to ourselves and ask ourselves, what do I truly want to do without a reason? Not like, oh, I suffered my whole life, so I deserve to have this. Or all my exes sucked, so I deserve to have love. What about, <laughs> I just want it and I'm worthy of having whatever I want. So I'm gonna go after it and I'm gonna make it happen. So I talked about how I raised my coaching rates for no other reason than that I wanted to and that we don't have to get to a certain pinnacle before we can change something, before we can shift something, before we can raise the standard for what we want. So when we look at it from a linear perspective, a time perspective, you have to have an X amount of clients, for example, maybe paying you $100, like if you're just starting off or 250, whatever the standard rate is for an hour. And then you have to have an X amount of clients at that rate because now demand goes up and now you can what? Increase your rates. Same with, with your group programs. If you're charging $800, you're charging $1,500, $2,222, whatever you're charging, you have to have 20 people or 50 people before you can raise your rate, right? This is like the 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 mind the mind based and we can even say mindset right because everybody's about mindset but we what we have to understand is that your nervous system is constantly influencing the way you're perceiving things so it's neuroception first and then perception second because your perception is altered by your physiological state okay so we don't have to this is a rule that we have created i guess together we have to have an X amount of people at this rate before we can raise the price. And people do the same thing in love. Oh, my exes sucked. So hopefully, this is what I hear a lot. I just want someone who's honest with me. I just want someone who's loyal and who appreciates me. Okay, but what is that based on? What is that based on? Is that based on your desire? Or is that based on your past experiences? And I'm using love now, or dating, as an example, but it goes for everything. Oh, I just don't want them to be like my ex, or I just don't want anybody to whatever, right? So oftentimes we will lower our standards so much based on what we experienced in the past instead of just choosing what we want. And that's the point that I was making with, I raise my prices because I want to raise my prices, not because I have 500 women enrolled in a program and now I have the permission to raise my price. I was never in a relationship longer than six months in the past, prior to my husband. And in August, we've been married five years. And not, it's not about length, all right? Because people are married for 20, 30, 40 years and they're miserable. So it's not about the time, but I've had the time of my life being married to my husband. But I made a decision. I didn't look at my, my failed relationships and said, 
well, I have to have a few good ones before I can get married. Or I have to see the evidence of a few good guys before I can attract someone amazing like my husband. Not just made a decision, but the decision that I made when I called in my husband into my life was not based on what I, what I had seen in the past. I didn't think that I could get something based on what I had seen in the past, but I did decide what I didn't want based on the past, but that was not, that was not a part of what I was calling in. Okay, so a lot of people have the energy of this is what I don't want. I don't want a, a nagging client. I don't want a client who crosses my boundaries and is constantly DMing me or blowing my Voxer up. So we're so focused on what we don't want to get. I don't want a cheater. I don't want someone who's disloyal. I don't want someone who doesn't listen to me. I don't want a client who's complaining about this XYZ and who, who's not coachable. And we continue to see that, but when we say that we're operating, ba operating based on the past and we're operating based on what we're learning from people. And it's just like, oh my gosh, nothing is changing. And we're stuck in the waiting game and we're like, oh my gosh, I can't take, I can't get this right. And I've taken like a thousand courses and I'm still in the same predicament and I know everything, but I don't know a dang thing. All right. So there is a difference between being knowledgeable I'm understanding something versus truly knowing something because when we truly know it, it turns into wisdom and it's automatically existing inside of our bodies. It's like second nature. So we have to be careful with what we, what we allow ourselves to believe. There were some programs that I took and we were taught how to respond to DMs, how to set boundaries. And I would follow it. I, I was excited in the beginning. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now people, people are not just going to come to my inbox and think that I'm going to coach them for free, right? Because I had allowed that to happen in the past. And I would just write this brief message. And it was fun in the beginning. But then afterwards, I was like, that's not really me, <laughs> right? I was just told that this is how you can handle it. So we need to be careful with the things that we take on because it's not about the physical boundary that we set. It's not about what we say. It's about how we feel about it, right? How we feel about it. If you are, for example, tired of being treated a certain type of way and you're like, oh, I'm just going to set a boundary. But if it's coming from a place of resentment and anger, that's not going to change your life. That's not going to heal you. That's not going to make you feel better. That's just going to put you in a place where you're physically not around that person. So we got to be careful with this and for any change. Now I'm really going to get into it for any change, for any healing, for any love shift, for any dating shift, for any shift in your coaching world, in your professional world. If you're working a corporate job to happen, we have to shift into a new identity, like truly. <laughs> and we have to make an active choice to do that every day. And we have to be willing to recognize when we're moving, when we are moving from a place of what happened in the past when we're moving from a place of scarcity and that is recognizing your thoughts right because if you are operating from the past the 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 side the back of your of your brain is going to be activated like the more primal part of the brain is going to set off the stress hormones and you're going to be in a stressful state and nothing is created from there nothing nothing healthy you can do stuff but it's not going to be magnetic right so we have to be willing to recognize that and we have to make an active choice from the place of desire but we cannot be consumed with i need constant stimulation i need constant pleasure that's a thing too like you constantly need to be in pleasure what i'm more about is you cultivating inner peace within yourself 
like truly being at peace no matter what's going on, whether you're single or in a relationship, whether you have a lot of money or if you have very little money, <laughs> if, you, if you are working with all the clients you wanna work with or if you're not working with that. And so truly have inner peace no matter what's going on. And then from that place of inner peace, self-regulation, co-regulation, when you have access to other people, from that place you create. From that place you're aware of your gifts. From that place you're moving yourself with the desires in mind rather than what you don't want. As long as you're operating from what you don't want, you're gonna to continue to get it and you're gonna stay waiting. So this is like your permission slip to release the waiting game out of your system and to make the decision, I'm not gonna wait anymore. I'm gonna choose who I wanna be based on what I desire, who I desire to be and let go what happened in the past. Like I should be the living proof of that I shouldn't have been able to manifest my incredible husband because if you know a little bit about him, he's the most incredible person on the planet in all kinds of ways from only having been in emotionally unavailable situations, people not taking me seriously, me not feeling seen, me not feeling heard, me not feeling loved. There's no way, there was no evidence for that. So you can either allow other people to be the evidence, which is great sometimes, sometimes we need that level of inspiration because we don't know or we don't believe it's possible right until we see it. Or you can choose to be that inspiration for yourself. Just decide like, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try this a different path. I'm gonna do it my way. I'm gonna tap into my gifts. And then if things come in the other areas too, that's just the bonus. But what is unique about me and what do I desire to tap into? And it's the same thing with, with healing. If you've been in this group since, I think I started in 2018 and we had over like, I think we had like 1500 members and I deleted a lot of members because I wanted to raise the, the level of activity in it because I really want people to be engaged and see what's going on. But at this point, it's just like, whatever, I'm not gonna bug anyone, but I really want you to be able to see the content, engage with the content and get maximum from it because I do most of my lives in here actually. But if you've been here since 2018 and you're still complaining about your healing, it's, 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 it's not a, it's not a question of learning more things. It is a question of making a decision and choosing yourself and being brave enough to shift into a different identity. Shifting into a different identity is the most challenging part for people because it requires you to let go of the old stories, the old beliefs, the old attachments, old friendships that are based on trauma, old connections based on trauma, old behaviors based on trauma, old thought processes based on trauma, old excuses made based on trauma. And it's a scary place because again, you step into the unknown, you have no clue who you're gonna be, but that is the most magical place to be. But if your entire environment has been set up around your trauma, which it has for majority of people, then it's the most scariest thing for you because there is no what, there's, there's no, you can't predict what's gonna happen. And so for, for people who experience trauma, you want to be in control, you wanna know what's gonna happen, and you wanna play it safe, and, and then you shut yourself off from all the magic. So that's one of the biggest things I can encourage you to pay attention how much of your thoughts are driven by the past, pay attention to how many of your relationships and the communication you have with people are trauma bonds, and pay attention to the decisions that you make every day, where are they coming from? 
if you have, let's say, on a scale of one to 10, how much, how much time and energy in your day is, is consumed by creation versus trauma, versus old conditioning, old patterns, old relationships. And every time you want to bridge that, what people do and what I used to do in the past is I would take another course or I would do another class and I would just kind of learn more information. But until we actually shift it into our bodies and we learn how to regulate ourselves and push ourselves and challenge ourselves and motivate ourselves, then that is just gonna be something in the back of our minds that we sometimes go back to, but it doesn't give us that change because we haven't shifted the person that we are because we can be taught, like just like in this video, I can share this with you, but unless you actually do it, there's just cute information <laughs> on the back of your screen that you can go back to. So this is why so much is on you and so much is on me and we have to make decisions that actually puts us on the right path of success. Love, uh, love is success too, but whatever success looks like to you and whatever it is that you want to create. But a big thing with not seeing things shifting soon enough in different areas is the level of energy that's been accumulated in that particular area and the level of stories that have been accumulated in that area and the level of past influence that's been accumulated in that area that needs to be released. This is why I talk a lot about unbecoming. Unbecoming who you think you are so you can tap into who you truly are, so you can come back to yourself, like the divinity of you, the essence of you, but still be here on this physical plane having the time of your life. There's no such thing as you have to wait a certain amount of time before you get to do something. And so I'm giving you that permission slip if you needed it keep Cardi B in mind, like she, like who would think that? With all the rules, with all the codes, with you have to dress this type of way, you have to speak a certain type of way. And we're seeing this with coaches in the online space, which I think is incredible. People are just doing more and more of what they wanna do, it's awesome. And when you do that, make sure you do it because that's what you want to do and not because that's what you think you have to do, all right? So we have to be very honest with ourselves. So my definition of self-love is about having an honest, reflective, and actionable relationship with yourself, with myself, with ourselves. Honest, reflective, and actionable. That's what self-love is about. Can't love ourselves if we're not honest. We cannot get to the depth of ourselves if, we're not, if we don't reflect. And we cannot change anything unless we actually take action as well. And that is the last component, of course. All right. So I hope this message was helpful. Let me know in the comments what you took away from it. Apply it right away. Be so freaking present and observant with yourself. So you get to say, hmm, mm -mm, that's the old identity. Hmm, yes, this is the new identity. And I want to operate from here because this is where magic happens and I get to be the person that I, that I dream of being. It's my pleasure. All right, ladies, have a great evening, night, morning, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.